Brought to you by the students at Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. We start off today's show by interviewing Mr. Benson, the band director at Mary Persons High School. Later on in the show, you will hear two songs from the symphonic band. Hi, I'm Mariah Jeremy with MPTV, and today I'll be speaking with Mr. Benson about the Mary Persons band class. Can you give a rundown on some of the things the band class does? Well, as you can imagine, most of our band classes are usually geared towards preparing for one of our upcoming performances. Um, this year, of course, has been a little bit different in that we really haven't been able to give live performances uh, here up until our spring break. So um, we've mostly just been working towards getting our music as uh, clean and prepared as possible for uh, the recordings that we've been doing. A typical band class is going to look like, uh, you know, the kids coming in and getting all of their equipment, instruments, uh, and materials set up will typically take about 15 to 20 minutes to do a warm-up where we uh, spend some time uh, getting ready for class and also working on some individual and ensemble um, concepts and techniques during that time. And then we'll jump into uh, the different pieces that we're working up for a concert and take some time going through each of them to uh, rehearse, um, teach some things, and, um, and, and get them sounding good for the concert. Uh, on a more normal year, um, there may be days where we break up and, and have sectional rehearsals where um, all of the uh, trumpets will go uh, somewhere and, and practice just as a trumpet section as opposed to the whole band or things along that nature. Uh, and then throughout the year, we also mix in um, music theory uh, and some other musical concepts um, to help the students learn more just uh, about understanding and reading music. What are some things you do in your classroom to accommodate for all students in the classroom? Luckily, the band class is set up pretty naturally for accommodating students. Um, you know, even though we have multiple instruments within the band, not all the trumpet players or not all the clarinets or not all the saxophones will all read the same part. Um, and sometimes there may be two, three, or even four different parts just all for trumpets or all for flutes, clarinets, etc. And so what we're able to do is uh, assign parts to students uh, based on their ability level, which will um, suit them best, set them up, uh, the most for success and also provide them with a challenge to help them uh, continue to grow musically. Regarding COVID-19, how have you adapted your lesson plans to meet the needs of the school and your students? Um, well, luckily we have the space here in our band room to um, still space the kids out um, despite the amount of kids that we have. So that's been nice. Uh, we've also had have had to have the students um, putting bell covers on the wind instruments to try and uh, just keep the uh, air emissions to a minimum, as well as uh, a lot of the kids were uh, provided with adaptive masks, which allow them to still keep their nose and most of their uh, face covered while still being able to play their instrument at the same time, which has been helpful as well. Um, typically, you know, we're able to have the students working more so in um, small groups or sections. 
Um, and at times we're also able to adjust how we're sitting in the room to give the students uh, different experiences. And those are some of the things that we haven't been able to do quite as much this year or to the same extent just because of COVID. So hopefully we can return to that next year. Are there any qualities you try to bring out of the performances in your classroom? Yeah, the main thing that we really try to do is to talk about and try to understand what the quality of the piece that we're performing is. Um, you know, we try to provide a variety of styles and so not each piece will be played the same way or with the same style and so we'll try to um, you know say for our marches try to bring out uh, sounds and qualities that will help to um, evoke that emotion out of our audience and get them kind of wanting to tap their toes or kind of stomp their feet uh, in time uh, whereas we might then follow up with a piece that is a little bit more slow lyrical almost like a ballad and so we talk about the concepts and skills that are needed to uh, accurately portray um, that style and bring out those qualities in the performance. Um, and then, you know, if we have a, a piece that uh, kind of blazes through and is super fast and upbeat and lots of energy, um, then we talk about the things needed to make that happen as well. Um, so, uh, you know, unless I'm misunderstanding the, the question, you know, in terms of the qualities that we try to bring out of the performances, we try to let the, the pieces themselves sort of dictate those qualities and then do our best to uh, make sure that we're uh, performing in a way that is going to uh, have an emotional uh, response or uh, effect on the audience. How do you prepare your students for concerts? Well, of course, most of the time is spent uh, preparing and rehearsing the music to try and get the music as confident um, and as solid as possible before they have to perform in front of a group. Uh, and then, then, you know, on a typical year when we're able to give concerts up at the Fine Arts Center, uh, typically uh, as we get closer to the concert, we'll try to get away from rehearsing the music and just try and do more of run-throughs. So that way the students have plenty of... Uh, practice just playing the pieces straight through as we were going to do in a concert. And then typically on the day of the concert, we'll have classes up in the Fine Arts Center so that way um, the students can hear themselves in that environment because it does sound different to play there versus playing in here in our band room um, so they can know what to listen for, how it's going to sound, um, how uh, that particular venue may affect the way the band sounds. Um, for instance, you can hear low uh, instruments like tubas and bass clarinets and things like that a little bit better here in the band room than sometimes you can in the Fine Arts Center. So that's our opportunity um, to kind of work out the balance and blend of our ensemble for that particular venue. Speaking of concerts, how do you feel about the upcoming spring concert? Yeah, our spring concert this year um, should be a lot of fun. At this time, um, I'm still kind of waiting to hear about whether or not we're really going to be able to have it in the Fine Arts Center or if this will be an outdoor concert. Um, but uh, we're planning for a live concert nonetheless. And um, to kind of have a little bit of fun and wrap up the school year, we're doing um, movie music. So a lot of it actually comes from Disney films, um, but there are some selections that will come from other well-known um, movies and movie series. So uh, we're looking forward to this concert a lot, and um, it, should be, uh, it should be a great concert with a lot of good familiar tunes that a lot of people know and love from um, some of their favorite movies. What are some of the opportunities students can find in your band program? For sure, yeah, there, there are a number of opportunities that the students who participate in our band program uh, receive. Um, of course, other than getting a chance to 
um, you know, work on their musicality and their musicianship on their instruments and uh, performance. Um, you know, there's also opportunities for them to travel, whether it be to away games in the marching band uh, or um, larger performance-based trips that we try to take uh, every year, such as LGPE, or even special trips that we might take uh, every other year um, whenever we're able to do so, uh, whether that may be an out-of-state trip or something like that um, that proves to be fun, educational, uh, and uh, usually will give us a chance to perform as well. Um, students have a chance to work on their leadership skills. Um, it, should they decide to go out and uh, be one of the leadership team members for our band program, um, which uh, a lot of students find beneficial and helpful in terms of uh, preparing for college and life after high school. Um, and then, of course, we also have a number of clinicians uh, performers and uh, really good band directors who come in as guests to work with the students throughout the year so they have opportunities to work with um, some of the finest instructors and, and performers um, that are in the area and in our state. Uh, and then of course you know we also try to provide them with uh, opportunities to um, excel in terms of uh, honor bands and things like that where they can audition and find extra performance experiences um, with uh, groups that are comprised of the top students in the area and the state, which is pretty awesome. How do you accommodate students who don't have their own instruments? Well, luckily, a good number of the students, by the time they get to high school, do have their own instrument. But um, obviously, for some of our larger instruments, like tuba and berry saxophone, uh, percussion and things like that, um, many of these instruments, because of their size, can be quite expensive. And so, um, you know, our, luckily we receive um, funding from the county each year to help us to provide instruments to students uh, who uh, need them. Um, we also have a number of instruments that are donated to the program at times, uh, which can be um, issued to a student to use throughout the school year. And then we also pair with uh, music stores and companies uh, like Portman's Music out of Savannah um, who provide rental opportunities for students who might not be able to afford an instrument outright, uh, but may be able to afford a, a small monthly payment, which often will go towards the cost of the instrument later down the road. Do you work marching band into your curriculum? For the most part, uh, marching band is... Uh, completely separate from our band classes. Uh, unless there's a situation where we absolutely have to, um, we generally do not touch marching band music at all uh, in the school day. We try to leave that completely for um, after school. Um, in the event, of course, that we have a pep rally or something like that that is taking place during the school day, then yes, of course, we'll um, kind of work some of those things in. But um, really what we're trying to do in the band class is uh, work on concert literature, um, but especially through warm-ups and uh, the rehearsal and performance of that concert literature, we're working on a number of concepts which directly relate to marching band and, and help with the marching band performances as well, whether it be uh, air support, tone, uh, balance and blend, things like that. Continuing off of that, how often do you encourage your kids to participate in marching band? Um, well, we certainly you know, always try to encourage our students to participate uh, and marching band, uh, we really kind of get that seed planted in the middle school level since uh, students are able to begin marching in eighth grade. And so, um, you know, each year we'll have our middle school band night where we'll invite 
uh, current seventh graders uh, and any eighth graders who are in band but maybe aren't marching, we'll invite them to come and join us for one of our home football games so that way they get the experience of what it's like to be uh, in the Bulldog Brigade and, and they'll participate in that game with us and have a special chance to perform at halftime. And so that really gets a lot of them excited and um, encouraged to do marching band. And then usually once they're in it, um, you know, the experience just of, of being in the band each year, uh, quite frankly, is usually more than enough to um, keep the students coming back uh, each year. So um, sometimes there'll be some issues that might pop up, um, but we have a great group of dedicated students that um, really love the program. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to uh, getting back to a more of a normal year um, next year and getting back to some of the fun things that we love to uh, do throughout the year. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Benson. Now we invite you to sit back and enjoy the Merry Person Symphonic Band as they play Festive Overture. Thank you. 
We end out today's show with the Merry Person Symphonic Band playing Shenandoah. We hope that you join us again next Sunday on Magic 100 FM.
Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.